company customer relations, and it continues with a willingness to radically rethink organizational design, performance metrics, product development, and more, all in the name of finding new and unique ways of serving the customers who matter most. The way I see things, and the way I want you to start seeing things, is that not all customers are created equal. Not all customers deserve your company's best efforts. And despite what that tired old adage says, the customer is most definitely not always right. Because in the world of customer centricity, there are good customers, and then there is everybody else. That latter group shouldn't be ignored, of course. I'm not suggesting that you ditch them, treat them shabbily, or ignore their wants and needs. I am suggesting, however, that you would be well served, and so would your stockholders if you started spending more of your time working with the former group. Those are the customers who hold the key to your company's long-term profitability. Customer centricity is about identifying your most valuable customers and then doing everything in your power to make as much money from them as possible and to find more customers like them. These customers give you a strategic advantage over your competitors. It's a strategic advantage that could be the best path forward for many companies. This is something that airlines and hotels have long understood. It's something Amazon, the massive and creative online retailer, has understood almost from the very start way back in 1994. Wells Fargo understands the importance of customer centricity. So too do the executives who run Harrah's Casinos, the powers that be at IBM, and maybe most especially, the leaders of British retailer Tesco, who state very openly that the data they gather from their customer-centric initiatives drive every major strategic decision they make. As this list suggests, there is great variety in the types of companies and industries that have put customer-centric practices into use. But these customer-centric savvy companies are hardly in the majority. They are the exception, not the rule. Although the idea of customer centricity has been around for years, decades really, as you'll learn later in this chapter, and although customer centricity has been proven in practice to be an incredibly effective means of maximizing customer lifetime value, you'll learn more about this later also, a shocking number of really well-run companies still don't seem the least bit interested in building a customer-centric culture, even though doing so would very clearly be to their benefit. Costco, which has been helping its customers save pennies for years, isn't truly customer-centric. Apple, which was recently named as the most valuable brand in the world, isn't customer-centric, at least not yet. Walmart isn't customer-centric. Starbucks isn't customer-centric. And no matter what your gut may tell you, Nordstrom, sainted, famously customer-friendly Nordstrom, isn't truly customer-centric either. A Path to Customer Centricity The aim of customer centricity, focus on the right customers for strategic advantage, is simple. To give you a clear and concise understanding of what customer centricity is and isn't, to help you understand why a customer-centric outlook might prove crucial to your bottom-line success in today's super-fast, super-competitive environment.
and to guide you around the pitfalls that other companies have faced when attempting to implement customer-centric initiatives. The topics I'll cover include the following. Why the traditional means of doing business, the product-centric approach, is more vulnerable than ever before. How the strategies underlying customer centricity can help companies gain a competitive advantage in today's challenging business environment. How some cutting-edge companies and leading business minds are rethinking the idea of equity, and how the ideas of brand equity and customer equity help us understand what kinds of companies naturally lend themselves to the customer-centric model and which ones don't. Why the traditional models for determining the value of individual customers, something we call Customer Lifetime Value, or CLV, are flawed, and how a rather simple tweak to that model can deliver a much more accurate...